More than hero shots. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye. And the following quote you will all probably know. A picture is worth a thousand words. Yeah? Now, that's been said many times, and it's the same for wildlife photography. We often say, oh, look at this. This is an amazing shot of a lion, and we think it's a thousand words going to tell people things they don't know. But let's go a little bit deeper. A picture is worth a thousand words. is an adage in multiple languages, meaning that complex and sometimes multiple ideas can be conveyed by a single still image, which conveys its meaning or essence more effectively than a mere verbal description. I think it's wrong. I think a lot of people, a lot of people that come on trips with us, a lot of people that shoot, a lot of you listening, you need to start shifting away from chasing single images from a sighting. You need to move away from only wanting hero shots. When you, when you learn your craft, when you get into photography, yes, absolutely, you want to get those single images. You want to get the hero shots, which makes you want to do it more. But it is... I think you're doing a disfavor, not only to yourself, but also to your portfolio and the subject you're photographing to say, here is my image from the sighting, and that's it. It's impossible. It is physically impossible to tell the entire sighting in one image. If it's a sleeping lion even, you can take a close-up of how cute his paws are folded and how he's neighing against the tree. Then you can show me another image wide of him underneath a tree with the long grass in the background and so on and so forth. I was, um, one of my clients asked me to have a look at one of the images on Instagram. So I logged in because I'm off uh, Instagram. I'm not, not spending time there at all. I go on and it's a picture of, I think it's a leopard, right? And in the caption, it's like, oh, this is the mom and she was just with her cubs and hopefully they'll grow up to be old one day and she's such a good mother because she was trying to protect them. But here's a picture of the mom. Now, if that same sighting, if that same post revolved around six different images or 10 different images and say, this is a little, a micro body of work of the sighting, just the female, just the cubs, the interaction, something abstract where you can see the size difference, um, an action, a, a narrative shot of this is the mom taking care of the youngsters, this is the youngsters playing, suddenly you're creating a bit more, right? And... I think I think it also speaks to how Instagram has affected the way we photographers think about things. We just shoot and boom, there's my image of this leopard, of the site done, and I'm going to move on. So you, you're doing yourself a disservice because you're losing so many great images to Instagram because you don't post them, because they don't really speak to it. You should be looking at creating a body of work, not just not just on the macro, like the big scale, but also on the micro from a sightings point of view. And it, it doesn't have to be, here are 24 of my best images from the lion sighting, right? Here is 24 images about the sighting where they were mating and there was another male in the back. It's way more narrow. But you get the opportunity to tell so much more. You can hang an idea on it. You can hang a theme on it. I often say to people in the field, you need to shoot for a theme. Go out and shoot, for example, stress or family or motherly love or any kind of theme like that, because your images will be better for it. You're interpreting things. But you cannot do that in one frame. 
it's so often I come back from a, from a morning drive and I see this. And you'll say to people, hey, did you get any, anything decent this morning? And they're like, yeah, I think I got one or two. But they're talking about hero shots. They're talking about those one in a million shots. I had this discussion with my, my group in Medikwe a couple of weeks ago. And I said, do not chase hero shots. Keep shooting the sighting in front of you. And we didn't really go down the road of... Um, of, of, of making small bodies of work per sighting as such, but it was just shoot as much as you can what you like. Look at the scene, look at the elephants in the dust and keep on photographing that and keep photographing that. If you're gonna off the bat, even before you take the image, start looking for a hero shot, which is the best one out of this. You're gonna miss all the ones that are not gonna be the hero shot, but it doesn't mean it's a bad image. If you shoot like that, when you sit down a little while later and you go through your work, the hero shots will rise to the top. When you start processing them and cropping them, you'll be drawn to one and that's it. That'll be the hero shot. But it seems like so many people, so many wildlife photographers, and yes, I blame Instagram 100%. They go out and they just want the hero shots. That's the one I'm going to be known for. This is my top shot from the trip. Okay, you could also have a small portfolio, a body of work for the safari, for the expedition, the tour you're on. You could also then per sighting have two, three, six images per sighting. They are still gonna be good images, but they are gonna be hanging together. They are stuck together in order to tell you the bigger picture. Your viewer will understand more what it is that you are trying to explain. It goes without saying, right? You're, you, you, you need to be able to know how to tell a bigger story. And in this instance, one wildlife sighting cannot tell you the full story. It cannot. Of a river crossing, right? So I'm, I'm off to Kenya tomorrow as I'm sitting here. And river crossing is obviously something that people want to see. You're not going to photograph a river crossing. Give me one image. Should, because, oh, that's the best one of the sequence. Yes, but what is the best way that you can convey the story? You can t show a picture of before, at the beginning, during, just at the end, and at the end. So you can have five images that tells a way better story than just one image. But we are stuck to things like, oh, my image won an award. This image got on the cover, if we still do magazines. This image was featured. Instead of, of, of going out and being a visual storyteller, because isn't that really what we are? Right? Isn't that what we are? We're trying to tell stories visually by photographing things, but one image at a time of a sighting, and let's be dead honest, and be honest, wherever you're listening to this, be honest. If you have got your hero image out of a sighting, you've posted it to Instagram, to Facebook, whatever the case is, you never go back and look for other images because it's done in your mind. So many people do it. So many people do it. And then when we're sitting doing Lightroom sometimes in some of the trips, and you go back, and they'll say, okay, I posted this. And you say, wait, 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 let me just see. Is there more before or after? And normally there is. So if we start approaching, right, our photography, each sighting, like a small story that you want to tell, don't just, and Instagram does allow you to post carousels of images. Start doing that. You, you, you're feeding your creative voice. You are telling a better story. People will be more attracted to your work because the more you shoot in little stories, the stronger your narrative can be. The, the more you can shoot like you as such. 
It's time we move away from the hero shot. We need to move away from the single image being the only thing that matters. A lot of people, and this is some of the, how, how do I do this? The professional, I'm using inverted commas here, or the, 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 the famous wildlife photographers. I think that's changing as well because of the way that social media puts us all together. But they will always say, oh, if I get, I don't know, 12 images this year, then I'm doing well. Yeah, but what if you could tell 12 stories? What if each of those 12 images could anchor a beautiful mini body of work of a sighting? Get what I'm saying? I just, I just feel, especially for us normal people, me personally, I do not make money off my photography. I'm in the travel game. I make it possible for other people to do that. I'm in the education game. I coach people to be better. I don't make money off my photography. Right? So if you are, if you are making money of photography, that's cool. Why not make more? But for the majority of people who travel with us, who go on safari, you do not use your photography to put food on the table. So why not have more fun with it? Why not produce more? You're going to get more satisfaction. You still will have your hero shots, but surround it. You can't have a movie with just one actor. Have a movie with an actor and a supporting actor and a bunch of extras. You can still make it look good. I just think there's way more, way more storytelling ability in that. And I think the satisfaction factor for me is huge because I can then go home and show my family and say, listen, check this sighting. We get there, there's a wide shot, there's a close shot, there's a portrait, there's an action shot, there's a wide shot and an abstract. It's all part of the same thing. Instead of saying to them, here, look at this sighting and there's a fucking lion. Yeah? Think about it. If you're going on a safari anytime soon, think about it. Think of creating mini bodies of work per sighting. And then a body of work per trip or per day, whatever. I promise you, there's more fun, there's more productivity, there's more creativity, and you will just enjoy the process better. If you have any thoughts, let me know. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild Eye. I'll chat to you next time. Have a good one. Bye for now.